Today's episode contains spicy content. Discretion advised. Please be sure to like and subscribe and stick around after the story to hear my thoughts. The door swings open and all the air rushes out of my lungs when I see three guys enter the room. Three men who do not have this class. My eyes shoot to the professor and his brows crease. What can I do for you, gentlemen? Mr. Hamilton asks. He allows outside spectators, but these three would never willingly want to be in here. We're going to join your class for the day, Sin answers. He looks even better than he did this morning in the kitchen, if that's possible. He's got on a black t-shirt and a pair of jeans and tennis shoes. That's it. But I can't help but notice the way his shirt pulls against his broad shoulders and his abs are visible through the thin fabric. The jeans fit snugly on his thighs, and I look lower to see if I could get the same visual as I did this morning in the sweatpants. I do. My heart beats wildly in my chest, so loud that it makes it hard to breathe. Uh, I'm not sure. That's not a problem, is it? Corbin interrupts the professor. No, not a problem. Mr. Hamilton shakes his head, running his hand down his button-up, a clear sign he doesn't approve, but he's also not going to turn them away. No one turns these men away. They are what you call royalty at Barrington University. Get straight A's even though they never show up to their classes. A lord can do as minimal as possible and graduate with honors. As long as they complete their assignments and survive, they're rewarded. I sit frozen in my seat as the three of them walk toward me. They come to a stop in front of my desk and I look up at them through my lashes, my lips parted trying to calm my breathing. What the fuck are they doing? A part of me knows, I just refuse to believe it. The corners of Sin's lips tilt up, and my pulse races at his silent threat. You're in my seat, Corbin barks at the guy to my right, making us both jump. The kid gets up and scrambles away, not even bothering to take his things. Corbin takes the seat next to me, shoving the guy's stuff to the floor, and sits back, getting comfortable by spreading his legs. With his hands interlocked behind his head, his head falls to the side to look at me his unruly dark hair flopping across his eyes. I avoid his stare. Move, Jace demands the girl to my left. Fuck. She does as she's told, but much slower with a smile on her face. I'm pretty sure she tells him to call her later as she walks away. She does as she's told, but much slower with a smile on her face. I'm pretty sure she tells him to call her later as she walks away, making sure to run her hand across his upper chest and winking at him. Her intentions are very clear. She leaves the room altogether, obviously having something better to do for now. I'll take your seat, Ellie, Sin tells me. His voice instantly has me wet, my thighs clenching. I swallow nervously. I... You have a story to read, Sin adds, and then pulls a notebook out of the backpack that hangs on one shoulder, slapping it down on my desk. My heart stops when I see my name written in black marker across the top. How did he get this? Where the hell did he get this? Blood rushes in my ears and sweat beads across my forehead. I never get nervous reading my stories. They're more like fantasies. As far as the class is concerned, it's sexual scenarios. Mr. Hamilton says reading sex scenes out loud will prepare us to be comfortable hearing couples talk about their sexual experiences once we're seeing clients what they want, and what they're lacking in their relationships. Why am I anxious now? Is it because I've had a crush on him since as far back as I can remember? 
I'm not sure why I care if I have to read it in front of him and his friends. They've already read it, I'm sure. Ellington. My professor snaps and I look up at him. He straightens his already straight tie and nods to the podium. You're up, and now we are running behind schedule. Numbly, I reach out and grab the notebook and get to my shaky legs. Ever so slowly, I make my way to the front of the room. I turn to face the audience, my eyes on the notebook. My nose is running, and I rub the back of my hands across it. Um. Licking my lips, I open the book and take a deep breath, knowing I can't escape it. This is my worst nightmare come true. The hem of my black mini dress is shoved up my back to expose my ass to them. My fishnets are being ripped, and my thong is shoved to the side. Fingers enter me, not even bothering to check if I'm wet, and I shift on the bed at the discomfort, mumbling unintelligible words around the metal gag that rests behind my teeth, keeping my mouth open. They pump in and out of me so hard that it forces my body to rock back and forth on the bed. The rope wrapped around my wrist pulls on me even more. I can't move or fight. This is how they prefer me, tied up and helpless, forced to take whatever they want to give me. The leash connected to my collar is pulled on, lifting my head, and I know what's coming. The head of a cock enters my mouth next, pushing saliva out of the corners. I can't hear due to the headphones over my ears. I can't speak, and I can't see because of the blindfold. I'm a sex doll, a toy to be fucked. This is what I signed up for. The fingers are removed from my cunt and replaced with the dick. Hands grip my hips, his knees rest against my tied legs, and he shoves into me, holding me in place while the other fills my mouth. Over and over, they each fuck me before the one fucking my pussy stiffens and comes inside me. Pulling out, I whimper around the cock fucking my mouth. I didn't come, but it's never about me, just them. He pulls on the collar, taking what little breath I had left away, and shoves himself down my throat. I gag and he pulls out, coming all over my face. I taste some on my tongue and feel it slide down my chin before he slaps me. When he lets go of me, my head falls onto the bed once again and I'm lying in sweat and cum. A fresh set of knees hit the back of mine and then a finger is in me. I moan, tears running from my covered eyes. Someone grabs underneath my neck, lifting it. The cock that just fucked my cunt is shoved into my mouth because I can taste myself on him. He's rough and pinches my nose. If I could see, I'm sure my vision would go black. I lie here as they each take my ass, pussy, and throat. I never get to come. It's all about them. And I'm the dumb toy who lets them do it over and over. I close the notebook and stare at it, refusing to look up at the classroom. I read over my words on autopilot, knowing them by heart. My voice was shaking as bad as my knees are right now, and my breath is erratic. My heart pounds so hard that my chest aches. Someone starts clapping slow and loud. It's sin. I know it, but I refuse to look at him. Then someone follows along with another, his two best friends. They might as well be laughing at me. Good job, as always, Ellington, my professor says. <clears throat> Millie, you're up. No. My eyes snap at the sound of Sin talking to the professor. No, Mr. Hamilton questions. Sin slowly rises to his feet and turns to the room. Class is over for the day. Kids jump to their feet to grab their belongings and practically run out of the room. Students take this class for a filler. It's for an easy grade. They fuck off and get in their daily nap. So if they can go home and do that instead, they'll take it. Wait a minute, Professor says. Get back here. 
he orders, but half the class is already gone, which is quite a bit considering how small it is to begin with. We don't even have 20 students in this class. You too, Corbin jumps from his seat. Out. This is my classroom, Mr. Hamilton argues. Not today, Sin informs with a smile. My eyes go back and forth while standing at the podium, my head turning to look between the two, trying to figure out just what in the fuck is going on. But I know whatever the guys have planned, the professor can't fight it. They always win. The professor might be a lord, but the fact that he works at Barrington tells me he doesn't have as much power as the other lords. My parents didn't shield me from the way of the lords. I wouldn't say I know everything about them, but I know enough. Corbin walks over to his desk, grabs Mr. Hamilton's Armani button-up, and drags him out of the room. He tosses him out and locks the door. A quick look around tells me what I already feared. It's just the three of them and me. Have a seat, Ellie, Sin demands, pointing at my chair like I'm a dog he can command. My feet move on their own, walking me across the floor. I fall into my seat, my hands on the desk, and my eyes straight ahead, trying to calm my breathing. I'm sweating, panting, and about to pass the fuck out. Is this what a panic attack feels like? The room is spinning, my tongue feels heavy, and my mouth is dry. Sin comes to stand in front of my chair, and his crotch is at eye level. I can see the outline of his hard dick, and I swallow. He reaches down and slowly undoes his black leather belt. The small movement pulls me out of whatever trance I was in. Sin. I go to stand, but a hand grabs my hair and yanks it back, forcing me to look up at the white-tiled ceiling and keeping me in place. I cry out at the sting on my scalp. My breathing accelerates, making my chest rise and fall quickly. I hear the sound of his belt slap through the loops before he grabs my hand and yanks them across my desk. He crosses my wrist, and I close my eyes when he wraps the leather around them, tying them together. Then my hair is let go, and instead they grab the belt and pull it up, forcing my tied hands behind my head. Corbin sits down in the seat behind me. The pressure of his boot presses into the back of my chair, holding my hands in place. I lower my head since he released my hair and come face to face with Sin. He's got his hands on my desk, leaning into my face. Is that what you dream of, little demon? He asks, his head tilting to the side and calling me by my nickname. He's been using it since I was ten. My family was on a camping trip with his. Kira set his tent on fire because he wouldn't play Barbie with us. When Kira got in trouble, I took the fall knowing Sin would destroy her to get even. Even then, a part of me wanted to get his attention, to see just how far I could push the devil. A whimper escapes my lips, but I'm unable to answer. Hmm? He reaches up and runs his thumb over my parted lips before pushing into my mouth. Without thought, I close my lips around it and suck on it. That's what I thought. His pretty blue eyes harden for a brief second before pulling it out, and then he reaches between me and the desk, grabbing the hem of my shirt. You want to be a toy? Pulling my shirt up to expose my plain white bra, he slides his hand down my waist. The thought crosses my mind that I'm not wearing anything sexually appealing under my clothes, and I quickly abandon that stupid thought. I fight the restraints, but I can't go anywhere. Corbin has my hands tied behind my head, and the desk makes it hard for me to get away from Sin's touch. He undoes my jeans and then my zipper. Sin, I breathe, and he smirks at me. It's soft, yet devious at the same time. 
Kneeling before my desk, he reaches underneath and grabs my jeans at the thighs and yanks them down my legs, all the way to my ankles, and then stands. He might as well have just tied them together since I still have my shoes on. I can't kick anyone anyway. Let's have a feel, shall we? He slides a hand between my legs, forcing them through the material of my cotton underwear. I arch my back, my hips lifting up off the cold chair. A cry rips from my lips when he roughly shoves a finger into me. Fucking soaked, he praises. Pulling out, I slump in the chair and he runs the pad of his wet fingers over my clit. Oh, such a naughty little demon. You've got a piercing. He tugs on the bar and my ass lifts off the seat once again as I suck in a breath at the sting and the pleasure the pain brings me. I got it years ago. Another friend of mine had hers done. Said it made her so sensitive that she got off every time she drove over railroad tracks. I, however, did not get the same experience that she did, but it does feel good sometimes. Corbin yanks harder in the belt wrapped around my wrist and it pinches my shoulders together. Please... I beg through a gasp. Want me to make you come, Ellie? Sin asks as his hand's sliding back into my underwear. This time, he pushes two fingers into me and I rock my hips. The desk rattles at my struggle. He adds a third and I scream out. A hand slaps over my mouth and I look up to see Jay standing beside me, his hand silencing me. My eyes widen when Sin shoves a fourth into me, spreading me wide open. It's painful in this position. I need to spread my legs, but I don't have that option. My jeans around my ankles prevent that. Fuck, Ellie. This cunt is tight. He removes them only to push them back in. The desk continues to rattle, and I breathe heavily through my nose while I clamp down around his fingers fucking me. It's going to feel so good on my cock. I whimper, tears burning my eyes from the pleasure and the pain he's creating. Take her air away. He orders to Jace, and before I can fight him, he repositions his hands over my mouth so he can pinch off my nose. I fight in the chair, my legs kicking the best they can, which is not much, as Sin picks up his pace on me. I buck my hips, but all it does is cause more friction over my clit as I rub against the palm of his hand in this position. Dots start to take over my vision. My lungs burn and my eyes water. My entire body stiffens, my legs kicking out as my body convulses, fighting for air. His fingers fuck me hard and rough. My eyes roll back into my head and my body goes slack as that burning sensation takes over. Just when I'm about to come, he removes his fingers. The hand is gone from my mouth and I'm gasping for air when my wrists are let go. I slump in the chair, gasping, crying, and shaking. Sin grabs my hair, yanking my head back, and places his face in front of mine. His eyes search my now tear-streaked face with satisfaction as if he likes seeing me like this. If you want to come, you'll show up tonight. Then with that, he and his two best friends exit the classroom. So that was The Sinner by Chantel Tessier. It's actually part of a dark college romance, uh, the trilogy. And with these three books, you can actually read them out of order. So I think it's supposed to go The Ritual, The Sinner, and the sacrifice, if I'm not mistaken. But the author has also said that, yeah, you can go out of order. So I've read The Ritual. That's what I started with. And then I read The Sinner. And I started The Sacrifice. And I'm only a few pages in. But I loved these books. And, you know, it's really funny because 
when I what put me off about these books actually for a long time was because it said a dark college romance. And I was like, I don't want to read about 18 year olds fucking like, come on. I want some like real adults here. I don't want to read about someone who's 19 or 20. Like that's not fun for me <laughs> at this point in my life. But I just kept hearing about it over and over. And everyone's like, if you like dark romance, if you like, you know, I mean, come on, we're dealing with the Lords. That's what this whole secret society basically is so I finally well not me my best friend uh one Natalie told me she's like hey I bought all three books and they're gonna arrive tomorrow so she actually read the center first and then I started off with the ritual and what can I say I love me some dark romance and this is definitely definitely dark romance sin who we meet in this page here or these few pages he is absolutely insane but between the three is it a surprise that he is my favorite no not at all I love sin I oh my gosh he's crazy okay he's absolutely insane I just he he has my heart come on and then he calls her little demon I just I love that. And of course, we have our heroine, Ellington, Ellie. I actually really feel for Ellie. If Her story in here and everything that she's been through is like just crazy. This, ugh, her journey is, is really interesting, was really interesting to see and read and see it unfold. But she, out of three of the three girls that we that we meet in these trilogies, I would say is the most sexually open. Like she's really upfront about everybody knows that she sleeps around, that she has slept with multiple people, that she just like kind of has this reputation about her. And she doesn't apologize for it either. She obviously there's reasons to lead right for why she is the way she is, but she likes what she likes and she knows that she has this dark side to her and her and Sin have known each other all of their lives and they've always had the will they, won't they? But let's get to the scenes specifically that we read. Ellie is in class and she is actually going to school to become a sexual therapist, you know, so help couples in their sex life. And she says to herself that the professor says that them writing these stories and reading them out loud will in turn make them more comfortable talking about sex and hearing about it. And I feel like that goes true with reading dark romance books I used to be really shy and you know you kind of feel like a sense of like maybe shamefulness or embarrassment for liking the things that you like or even like oh no we're you know women aren't supposed to talk about sex or these are things that should just be kept private obviously that's gone out the window for me if you're listening in this is <laughs> now fully out there and I feel very comfortable talking about it but I do think that reading these books has reading all of these books in general have had a huge impact on that because it's just like, there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with liking the things that you like if it's safe and everybody is consenting. <laughs> but yeah, in this story that she's reading, she has this scenario where it's her and three other guys and it involves gags and collars and headphones and blindfolds and everybody doing everything to her at different times or all at the same time and I, I think with the, not I think I know with the sinner I think this was the most shocking for me not even in this scene particularly just this entire book was so just like in your face I was like oh my gosh every page literally I was something new was being thrown at you so to have a story within a story that still makes you go whoa that was a lot of fun 
uh, to read as well. And then the fact that she's reading this in front of Sin as well and his friends because his friends are there with him. So I can just I if that was me, I would be losing my mind if the guy that I liked came into the classroom that I was in and I had to read a sexual story that I wrote in front of him. I don't know if I'd be able to get through it. <laughs> Once again, that was The Sinner by Chantel Tessier. Please share your thoughts and recommendations in the comments. I hope you enjoyed tonight's story and we'll be back again next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember to stay safe. Consent is sexy and have a good night. Mm -hmm.